There we go. So we are live. Joshua, thank you for joining me today. This is uh, Jennifer with Online for Authors, and our featured guest today is Joshua Pantelaresco. And thank you, you very much for making sure I got your last name right. <laughs> you got it. It's all wow, good. right? You know, the beautiful thing about my last name is it's unique. It stands out. And yeah. I get to hear all these creative ways. I think my all-time favorite was way back like in my sixth grade. And a buddy who tried to announce my name, he's like, Josh Penteller, Pentella, Pentella, Josh P. So like everybody knew who I was. It just was just one of those things. It's just like, you know what? I, I can live with that. <laughs> so, you know what? Being the um, first interview of 2020, 2020, yeah, uh, I, I just want to really thank you because um, not only does this interview kick off a brand new year, but your book, Cloud Diver, now I don't know where you're at in the publishing stage or where you're at with putting it out in to the world. It's close. Okay, so we'll get into some information around that. But it was a brand new read for me. It was a brand new type of book in the sense of um, not not what I normally read with regards to fiction and um, also with regards to the demographic that you brought in and yeah. I'm not sure where your inspiration comes from but I'd like to talk about that but sure share some of this with us uh, oh. you know, our, the blog post topic for January is where do ideas come from for writers essentially so maybe we could lead with that Okay, so th this is a funny story, a bit of a funny story. Um, I had this idea. So I did my first ever IFWA meeting in Calgary, and uh, I offered to submit and enter a story. And the thing is, I did it backwards. You're supposed to have your story finished, and then mm -hmm. it had to be critiqued. Okay. I didn't have it. So I wrote the first part of the story, like part, chapter part one, essentially, in like two days. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, not in the, not the way, not in the format it is now. It, I had this idea of a kind of like a quantum kind of like story initially where it was at different points in time, but there was enough there that really would make it work. I, I kind of had this idea in my head that, well, we're coming to an interesting point in history. And that is the fact is that every, like, okay, the fact is you and I are doing a conversation right now across two different points in, in, the, in the country, right? And, and it, this is going to be recorded forever. Now our generation, our generation doesn't ha have every single instance recorded, but every generation that follows us does. Or can't. That's interesting because now, um, okay, we have ideas of who people are in history based on pieces of story we put together. But now when it's like when we have the whole story together, right? Yeah. yeah. You have it from start to finish. That is a very different outlook in history than we've ever had before. We think we know who Hitler is, right? That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, I mean, we still don't have the full story. We have a lot of the story, but we don't have a full story. We think we know who Tutankhamun is. We have less of the story, but we don't really know. So we know, like, again, we can only surmise based on the information we have. And now, some of the information too, if you take a look back over, you know, what we've been given historically, there's so much bias around it. There's, how do you know what to believe? Well, well, well that's the interesting thing too, is there's going to still be bias, yeah. but the bias is going to be very, very different. 
you now have the ability to look at someone's life, honestly, from beginning to end and make a judgment. And, and, when, and I don't, and that's, and that's an interesting that, that we've never had this before right. on the flip side. And this is something I will explore in book two, right? Yeah, there's a sequel. There's a sequel. There's a sequel. <laughs> the quote, the quote. It was the question I had for you. <laughs> yes. There's, there, it's, it's a four book series. It's, Yay! A, it's, it's a four book series. At least there's four story, There's four for sure. Uh, the second book actually deals with this question in great detail. When we look at a person's totality of their life, none of us measure up to to what is considered ideal or perfect. Or oh and we all have so many layers to who we are that when you really sit there and think about, can we even with all the information there, can we still be judged? Good science fiction, in my view, tends to always have these big questions that don't have really like don't have perfect answers and they shouldn't because we didn't know life isn't perfect and and never will be right you have to make the best you have to do the best you can in the situations you're given and but in my story like i thought that's such an we're coming to that point right and then and then as for everything else it's like well i kind of want the book to feel like a video game that was the other part of that that's the other part of the um book is i kind of wanted to feel like you were in this fast paced crazy video game ride from start to finish right so that, that's why when you like if you look at how you even titled the levels the twitter feeds the, all the stuff the little things i put in there i wanted a virtual simulation experience and it's in each of the books and each of them are done a little differently because this is world one which is like the void life world and then there's the next the corporation i explore and it has they have their own world book three is different book three is actually kind of i have the fairy tale theme for the book three i'm not going to talk about book four right but the idea is each world each world feels like um each 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 uh, book will feel like a different level in a video game and that is that is very very much on purpose so just a different level or actually a different video game both okay both is that it is a sense that i got because uh, what you have already put out, okay, um, and without giving too much of it away with regards to Cloud Diver, yeah. um, there are, like, each chapter is a level, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Right. They're done to the Mario, Mario Brothers format. Level one, <laughs> one, one, two, one, three, one, four. There's lots. The other thing about the story is there's a lot of Easter eggs in, the game, in there. Like, there's a lot of them. Okay, so explain Easter eggs for those that don't understand that terminology. Easter eggs are these little are these little things I like um, these little references to both. Sometimes they're pop culture references. Sometimes they're references to my legit friends, right? Like there's some there are there are legitimate Twitter handles in there if you look if in in the Twitter feeds. Some of them, not all, but there's some there are some legitimate ones, right? Yeah. There are some like uh, I directly reference certain things just because they're it's fun to reference them, yeah. um, right? Like I, I reference Warren Ellis' Transmetropolitan, which is a comic book graphic novel series, um, which definitely has a big influence on this story. I can't I won't deny that. Right, it, it has a similar crazy imaginative feel to it that I I, I kind of was going for with with the series. Okay, um, and what's the name again? Transmetropolitan. Thank you. Yes, it's a lot angrier than mine is, though. I gotta warn you, <laughs> it's a lot angrier. Okay, so let's go back to um, just okay. So when are you publishing? 
When is it available? Today? I would, I, I, I kind of was hoping it would be published now, but basically at this point in time. So I mean, my buddy, uh, I have a buddy, he's a graphic designer and he's, and, and obviously you've seen what the interiors look like, right? So he, yeah. he's on a killer, killer job with it. Um, we're just putting together, we're putting together the, um, EPUB file. I'm going to do the copyright registration stuff right after that's all done. Once that's all done, I'm going to be looking at Amazon first and I'm going to go to Kobo and then I'm going to just, and then it'll be launched. So I'm hoping like, actually it could be as early as next week, but probably realistically by the end of the month, it'll be out. So, okay, and then, perfect. and it'll be out so. digitally. Then I'm going to be looking at doing a print run probably for March, April. And then uh, I'll be cut. I'll be looking at going to different places and putting my books out then. Okay. So having said that, the we can have it this year. Uh, you know, within probably ninety days. Right? Yes. And so the genre, the target. Who are you targeting? Uh, my, my, my market on this one is people. Have you ever heard of books like Sword Art Online, The Matrix? Like people that like along. Like it's basically The Matrix. Indiana Jones. So if you are a science fiction guy that likes pulp, like a more pulp style adventure, this is for you. If you like are a gamer and you like and you just like books that kind of have feel like a video game, this is for you. If you are, I would say probably towards the young, probably like like just, just like the late young adult to like adult, basically anyone who wants something a little different, like something a little different outside the norm. Um, this this is. This is me being as creative. Like, like I, I realized for me personally, I, I want to be a hybrid author. I need to do something like this for me. Because if I don't, I won't be as easy to work with when I do work in a more traditional field. Because I need that place where I can go out and play. And this is what this is. This is me, this is me having as much fun as I can. Right? And seeing what kind of crazy shit I can get away with in a story. And, 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 and inside of 50, 50 to 60,000 words. What, like, what can I get away with? So, Right. So I, I'm getting to, I mean, you did reference The Matrix, which I totally got reading it. Uh, the Indiana Jones, okay, I didn't necessarily catch that one 100%, but... No, you know, no. It, 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 those it, are inspirational. It, 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 well, it's the idea that, okay, so the cloud is, the cloud, is, the cloud in my story is kind of like a tomb, right? It's, yeah, a, digi okay. it's a digital archaeological tomb and you're looking up in recent history like going back to the what we were talking about everything's recorded yeah. right so instead of the usual like you're going to an archaeology site a lot of what we're going to have in the future is going to be a digital database of some kind right yeah. and much like everything else in history everything evolves like today we have the cloud today we have facebook today we have twitter today we have linkedin mm -hmm. will we have that in 20 years right. maybe not i doubt it like, I, I, I mean, you can already see that social media is already evolving and changing now, even now. So it won't, but the thing is, if we look back and if we look back in our history long enough, I have a MySpace page. Like, I, I do. And you, I, all my MySpace stuff is still there, right? It's still there. So it, it still exists. It still goes somewhere. So that's, that's the part where it's like, it has kind of like an, and book two is, goes into this part of the story, this part of this for that much more. I explore a particular family in book two, right? It, it, it feels a little bit more like a classic. In some ways, it feels a little bit more like a classic detective story, trying to put the pieces together of this family. But it, 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 it's also got its own different level of crazy. So that, I mean, it, it goes in another direction altogether. And 
but right. But the idea that the idea is you get to explore us as a culture, us as people, us as like right down to whatever you want. And you can actually make an assessment of someone's story from beginning to end. And the, the other appeal to that for me personally is because since I do a podcast, I get to hear people's stories all the time. Yeah. I get to hear pieces of their stories all the time, of who they are in that moment now. Right. But I realize as I keep telling these stories, because I've had guests come back, we're at different, like some guests come back, they're at different points in their lives every time they come back. Totally. Sometimes they're not even doing what they're doing anymore. Right. Sometimes, sometimes, uh, sometimes they've gone farther down the journey they're going for, but they're different people at this point in their lives. And that's, like, again, for me, that's a really fascinating thing too. In my one hour with you, I can get a real sense of who you are in this moment in time. Yeah. A year and, from now, I do the same interview. It'll be a completely different interview. And, well, and I can and, totally bring that up from a personal point of view because last year this time, um, I was actually, it would have been January 10th, I did a presentation with regards to database management and, uh, and newsletters and in, engaging your contacts. So relationship building. So at that time, like I, I reincarnated myself, like redesigned myself twice last year to get yeah. to where we are right now. So with that, I'm seeing too in, in, in the writing that I, with the cloud diver, that you have the, you've brought the past and the present together in, in, a, in a mesh and you do refer to relics and you do refer to future events and uh, entities that we don't even have yet, you yeah. know, in the book. So you do bring it together really well. And also there's, there's the conflict. <laughs> I love the surprise actually. Uh, and I, I won't spoil it, but it's, um, how about shaking a tree? Holy crap. <laughs> uh, so what? I'm thinking the demographic has to be someone that is 14 plus, uh, they yeah. know what Twitter is. They know what gaming is. Uh, they may or may not have any inference at all about, um, how we used to store files um, before the cloud even. Yes. Uh, and then even knowing that the cloud is where that goes <laughs> or has gone. <laughs> so well, well, the, 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 this is like, okay, so if you look at my current email, I have a Mihail literally in the cloud right now. Michael through time at Zoho.com is literally a cloud email. That's on purpose. Like it's just because that's where that's, that, that fits where I'm at. And I'm learning about stuff like CRMs and things like that. It's like, oh my God, I, I, I see the future and it's a giant CRM, but that's okay. I digress. That's another, that's <laughs> yeah, another, no. uh, that's another tangent altogether. Um, but and we um, had a very it, in-depth conversation about that because I managed CRMs for a long time. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, that's okay. I actually enjoy it. You know, it, it's interesting the amount of data that is in those things. Like, it, like you can learn an awful lot about how a business operates like internally just based upon what people do. Um, I, it, it's, it's a really, it's an interesting system. I'm like, but it's, it's, it's like, um, and I might have to do this when I get to another, when I get to book three is I might have to do the CRM of, an, of the artificial. So the, the Lazarus corporation in book three is the, is the church of the machine. Right. Oh so, all right. All right. Yeah, right. And, that's and unless you've for... read Cloud Diver, you're not going to necessarily. No, 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 no. no. you have but, to but read it, book it, one it, in order to get book two, three, or are you going to make them individual? 
I'm I'm writing it like that each story is kind of self-contained. Like like I like you don't necessarily like you've de- there's definitely like um there's definitely jokes that you won't get if you don't read the first book and the second book. But there but the story itself is very much self-contained. Um is very very self-contained. It, it's 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 about Johnny's next step. Like where he goes from getting everything stripped from him just about and, and where he goes and what he tries to do. It's not that different than what I'm trying to do right now. Actually, I, I find that in one sense me and him are alike and that we both have no idea what we're doing at this point in our lives. And okay. it's, it's in a glorious way. Um, I came to Vancouver to chase some dreams while I'm out here. I have done some cool things. I've accomplished some cool things with the podcast. I've done some really good things uh, while I was in Calgary, but now it's like, okay, where do I do? Where do I take these skills? What can I get for these skills here in a media hub? Yeah. And that's kind of the gamble I've taken for the year. Like that's what 2020 is about for me. What can I accomplish in Vancouver here with the skills I have? And if, yeah, and basically I'm good with it for one year. For one year, I'm just going to go and do what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to finish finishing all the upheavals and changes I want to make at the very latest by the springtime. And then from there, I'm just going to go and, and just, just go for it as much as I can. And I'm, I might have success or failure, whatever I do, um, right? I'm not really worried about it. Um, I don't know if I go back to Calgary if I fail. I don't know if I stay in Vancouver if I succeed. But it's just kind of like I'm, I'm kind of going into the unknown because if you don't go out on a limb, you don't get the fruit. That's just the way it is. You know, it's, it's, it's very interesting because that's how Online for Authors was born too. Like, yeah, just to share, you and I have overlapping friends and, and a few overlapping networks. And so, uh, you know, when we talked about doing this um, interview originally, uh, we were at a friend's party making apple pies and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, you know, we, we attended similar events like When Words Collide. And, you know, there's authors that I, I know you know because they've been you mentioned in your writings uh, yeah. that we, you know, kind of this wonderful world. And I, I found it surprising actually uh, that you were leaving this network. And of course it's got to serve you in, in a, not like you can't take it with you. Cause like we've said this, I mean, in today's age, we're online so much that uh, you have access to everything that you did before, apart from the, maybe the physical, you know, where you're going to specific um, events together or houses or parties or intermingling at the Owl's Nest or, you know, these different things. So it was a surprise that you were going. So it's very, I'm very curious to see how this serves you because it will on whatever level and fantastic read, but let's too, you did mention your podcast. So let's share that because I was thrilled to find out um, that you were a podcaster because I didn't know that until our last social. <laughs> yeah, so I've been doing. So, so I, I, I accidentally started the podcast. Would you like to hear a story of how I accidentally started it? So I've been doing Why? interviews. Yeah, yeah. So I've been doing interviews for like twenty years. Like I started way back in the uh, back in the blog and forum days um, with comicblog.com. I was interviewing comic creators there. Um, I got and it. And I've, for me, interviews have opened doors. They've always opened doors for me. Um, And so what ended up happening was about a year prior to to 2000, my first one was Collide. um, I I asked Rob Sawyer, could I interview you? He goes, yeah, sure. But can you wait until 
until I got closer to a book release. Yes, no problem, right? This right before Rob left publishing, so it was right before uh, uh, Quantum T. And uh, we, we actually meet, and, and I finally get like a recorder for my phone. Like I finally get like a smartphone. I'm like, yes. yes. I'm in the 21st century for the first time ever. So I never, so I never, I never thought, I never thought I'd actually, um, uh, I never thought I'd actually um, uh, record the. Uh, I was my original thinking was I would transcribe the interviews I'd record. That was it. That was my plan. Because if you look at my go back far enough on my blog, you will see written interviews in my blog uh, for some pretty well-known people too. And what ended up happening was, um, what ended up happening was. Uh, we leave, we leave the conference room we, I interviewed him in, and I, even, I don't even remember who he talked to. They go, what did you do? Oh, I just interviewed this guy for his podcast. I was like, I was about to interject. It's like, no, no, it's not. A, and I thought about that for a second. It's like, could I do a podcast? Yeah. Why not? Do you know who what you're doing? Nope. Who did you interview? Do you remember? Uh, no, I interviewed Rob, Rob Sawyer. Was the, for the, Rob Sawyer was my first interview for the podcast. Didn't okay. air till episode 20. But I interviewed at that same weekend. I interviewed Jan McLaughlin, Jimmy Chomachuk. I interviewed, um, I interviewed a couple other people there. And then like, getting interviews has never been hard for me. Um, they, it, it just basically, um, it snowballed. Uh, I started like people I met at Wentworth Collide were the first people I started interviewing, and they in turn would refer me to some people. And it just, it just like um, it just so happens it just goes down this really wild ride. Even here, like like since I've been here, um, I, I've I've been on the radio uh, already here, which is kind of cool. Um, station I, uh, CFSW, the uh, Simon Fraser University station. Uh, Sister C, Charlotte Farrell interviewed me for her show. It was kind of it was a fun little. It was fun. I interviewed her for the podcast as well. Um, I've interviewed. I'm going to be interviewing. Um, I can't remember his full last name. Is Jason? He is a actor. Uh, he's been on Riverdale. He's been on Batwoman, and I'm going to be interviewing him for the for the podcast as well. Um, like the the reason it, it and then this like this all ultimately for me was me just going out of my comfort zone. Going, I don't know what I'm doing. Let's yeah. see what happens. And so, what's the theme of your podcast? I have conversations with authors and other creative people about life, the universe, and everything. Topics have ranged from glitter to <laughs> uh, uh, to stoneflies to um, I've had people have legitimate talks about PTSD. I've had people have legitimate talks about abuse. I've had people talks about like the conversation. The idea the idea behind this podcast is no matter who I'm interviewing there is a sense of the individual I'm interviewing. Like, the, who are they? And that's what I'm really interested in um, more than anything else because I find that usually the art reflects the person. Whether they realize it or not is, is another story, but the art usually generally reflects the person at some point. And it's interesting to see where that comparison com a compilation is. And it's also nice, too, because almost everybody I answered, like, they have such a cool little, they have such a cool story. And yeah. you just got to go in, you just got to go and find it. So, so in your podcasting journey, what have you experienced as like successes and challenges and what advice would you give for other podcasters? I won the Aurora for it. So I guess I've done something, I guess I've done something, I guess I've done something right. Um, tell us, the, I know what the Aurora is, but tell us what the Aurora so is. So it is the Canadian Association of Science Fiction and Fantasy nominated my podcast for Best Fan Related Work. I've been a finalist twice, I've won it once, right? 
if I, I, I actually joked that if I, if I had won it a second time that I would be going, actually I didn't joke. I made a deal with Pat Plowling and I, I I'm terrified of this because I, I made the deal and I didn't put a time limit on this. Okay. Uh, so, so, so the deal is if I ever win an Aurora again, whether it's for writing or for a pot or for the podcast, I have to go on stage and do, oops, I did it again in a tutu. I want to be there. Yeah. Are you kidding? This is this, this, this thing. I, I narrowly escaped it, but the thing is I didn't put a time limit on it. So now I, I'm stuck. So if I win another Aurora, I have to do this at some point. Is, like, is it a like, literally the only request I'm going to have. What? I don't know. Pink tutu? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I think, I think, I don't know if I got much of this. You're going to talk to Pat. Pat is the person <laughs> that made, made, made this, I made, I made this horrible deal with. But okay, um, you make the connection. We'll have the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to you have to talk to Pat. Um, but the th- so successes. I made some life. The other, I think the more important one though. Like let's get like I've done. So I figured out sponsorships. I figured out like a few other things doing this. The important thing for me is I've had this opportunity to like um, interview legends. I've interviewed Spider Robinson. That's like which is just really freaking cool. I've interviewed New York Times bestsellers. I've interviewed like pro wrestlers comedians i've been blessed in the sense that this podcast has opened doors for me it's just some incredible people and i think more than anything else that i've done it like the success there um the thing you learn in like as a writer as a any kind of art artist this is a business of connection it really is and in the more connected you are the more opportunities come your way but also it's a connection on another level. Let's just, can we clarify around that? Because the, in these conversations that both you and I are having on these types of forums, right? Uh, whether it be video interview or sound interview, mine and end up being both. Um, the conversation we are having now is deeper than any conversation we've ever been able to have in each other's space due to the fact that uh, there's other people, right? Yes. So we get this one-on-one engagement on a, a, a at a deeper level. There's a connection at a deeper level. Absolutely. You know? yeah. No, it, it, it's a gift it, in that. Well, well, it's the, I get to know you as a person. It, it, it's where actually the hardest thing I get to, the hardest thing I have to do now is asking a friend of mine for their autograph. I feel like a tool. Like I really do now because it. Okay, so. Adam, Adam Reese is a good friend of mine. So if I ask him for an autograph, it's like, Adam, can I have you? Like, I really feel like a tool now when I ask him for that because I, I know him as a person. He's a swell guy. Like, one of the coolest, chillest dudes on the planet. And, and one, he cares a lot. He, he genuinely cares a lot. So I know this Beautiful, about beautiful human being. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so you want Adam's autograph, you want Neil's autograph, maybe Randy's. Who else? Let's oh, get a list. Oh, 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 geez, I have every, I get everybody's. This is cool. Like, <laughs> I, I, so um, I'm going to be interviewing Tanya Lyle um, very shortly in, in, like, this weekend, actually. And uh, and so I asked her, to, so what I do now is I ask them to deface it, to deface a book. So I'll give, give me a second here. I'll show you. Okay. This is kind cool. Ugh. So, so I told her to deface the book. This is what oh. she did. That's what she did. Oh, that's fabulous. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so the thing is, right, so give her I a get, shout out. What's the name of her book? Give her a Return shout. Return to Wonderland by Tanya Lyle. 
Okay, come and again. What? Say it again. Return to Wonderland by Tanya Lyle. Return to Wonderland. Okay. Yes. So she, no, it just, I met her, we started talking and it was like, okay, like to face it. And, and again, I, I, this also seems to be the other, my, my other gift slash superpower. I get to a lot of authors feel comfortable enough around me that, that they, 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 they can play it. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, and that's, um, I feel that's a very important part of, of this whole thing that a lot of people don't understand. Um, I even, it, it's, it's not, it's, a, you have to have fun doing this. Um, you have to have, give yourself permission to enjoy this ride, whatever this, wherever it takes you and however it goes. Um, I do, um, every time I do one words collide, I, I've been doing this for the last two years. Uh, I've done the Dr. Seuss off, which is hilarious. Okay. You see, you see uh, it's actually, so the other thing I do every once in a while, you can actually go back to the podcast, guys. Episode 320 is the Dr. Seuss off I recorded. I'm not going to record next year's, but I did recorded one just to give people an idea what it's like. If you want to hear Sean Bird do an operatic rendition of Cat in the Hat, it's, it's <laughs> right, right. Right, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, I encourage people to play, and the moment they start playing, it, it, it's great. You get you get to see the artists are children at heart. We have that inner child that still is out there, still a big part of who we are, and we we've allowed and we somehow survived the attrition of this of this life. And so you give them permission permission to show it, they will, and it's glorious. Yes, um, and I, this is true with adult. Every, Adults, this is true with everybody I've come across. Give them a reason to play. They I will. agree. Yeah. They I will. agree. Yeah. So are you coming to Windwards Collide this year? Yes. Okay. You've have your tickets already? Not yet. I'm oh. gonna buy it. I'm actually oh, no, 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 it's at sixty percent. I know in general when to buy them. I'm gonna get that. I'm gonna get it. I have panel information to finish up too. Like literally that's that is literally the second thing, but I will be going. And when I'm going uh, I'll, this is the 10th anniversary. So for me, it, it, it's like, I, it, right. That's why I want to go to this, this one. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a big one. It's a, it's a milestone. It's something, um, personal, personal, I'm really happy for Randy and company have done a really good job at the event. Oh, the um, team is it, fantastic. It's the best. It's the most organized uh, conference I've been to. Um, and that's not knocked any other conference. They just, they know the shit. Like, a good convention, if you, you know it's a good convention when you don't see the people involved running around like chickens on their heads cut off. Oh, yeah. Right? I, I, I've been in a couple of conventions where you're just seeing people go up and down, up. It's like, okay, this is something's going on. Yeah, the blur factor. Right? You, you can usually tell when, um, no, that you, you can usually tell when there's disorganization. Like you, you can almost always see it on some level. And, you know, to the credit of when we're collide that I've never, I've never had that feeling. Um, I enjoy the interactions. I enjoy meeting the people I meet every year. Uh, last year I got to meet Tony Phillips for the first time. He was a hoot. Um, he was, he was such a hoot. Uh, I, I kind of embarrassed him. <laughs> I don't know if we want to put that on video here. <laughs> no, it's okay. He, he, it's on the podcast. Like the oh, episode okay. we do, we do, I, I'm not, I will never say anything. I haven't already said to them. Number one, number two, Number two, um, they haven't said themselves publicly. Well, you know, there are the private party nights and there's scotch involved sometimes. So we want to be oh, clear, oh, absolutely. But let's be see, clear here about. 
I, I guess I guess here's the advice I'll give anyone that's that's interested in doing interviews. This is the advice: when people come sooner or later, you do this long enough, people trust you. Yeah. And when people trust you, don't screw it up. Right. Because that's when your credibility goes to shit. And when it oh wait, can I swear? You just did. So yes. You know, it, yeah. they did change the settings for YouTube, so you have to actually say that it's not meant for children on every yeah. video now. So, yeah, yeah, you know, I know. That's why. That's why I'm. I, that's why I'm asking you. Like, like, it's, okay. So I'll say. This, I'll say this again. So if you have to edit, if you have to edit this out, you can. You, you, your entire. If you're doing a career where you want to interview people, you have to realize that ultimately, what you're asking people to do is trust you. Yeah. And that's that's a big step for a lot of people to take. And as, and as someone has interviewed people that are, that has been slowly climbing the ranks of interviewing people that are more and more well-known, you, you get the sense that, you know, if they're giving you their time of day, they, they, they respect what you do. Number one, but number two, they trust you never take that lightly ever. Um, so any stories, any stories, um, I have about, about any author, uh, I don't tell any of the stories that aren't public, right? That, ever, um, right? Uh, right? Uh, even if I don't like you, I, 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 there are things I won't say because again, it, this is about credit, your credibility, your your credibility and integrity. Actually, as an artist in general, that's what that's what that's your currency. Are you trusted? Can you be? Can you? Do you have credibility with what you say you're going to do? If the answer is no, you're not going to last. Yeah, so true. Now, and the gift of time, you know, the, the fact that, again, you're spending time with me or anybody spends time with me with regards to these interviews is um, an absolute gift. You know, yes. there, there's a lot that can be done uh, to, you know, create content out of this. Uh, and two, the gift of time, that time you can't get back. And you've spent it with me. So it's very, very valuable. And having said that, I want to ask you if there's anything else you want to leave with the online for authors viewers as something is coming up, something you want to share before we have to sign off. Well, let's see. Well, I got the cloud diver coming up. I'm going to also be releasing another book called Alice zero very shortly as well. Uh, The first day that's going to Alice zero is a little, that's a longer-term project as well. It's Alice in Wonderland is Greek mythology. Oh! Alice is, Alice is Pandora. It works I can only well. imagine what the cat's going to be like in this one. I'll tell you the basic plot. Alice opens the box, and the kingdom of Wonderland scatters across the multiverse. And a certain Cheshire visitor is now in her head. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, poor Alice. <laughs> yeah. So the first story, the first story is about is Alice waking up in an asylum and oh, playing and, no, play, and, and, and the playing cards are her jailers and she has oh. to escape and in so doing she has to figure out who she is that's oh, no. yeah, so gonna Co- be great <laughs> Colleen Anderson requested that I do a epic poem for a collection for Lewis Carroll and I was like well what the hell can I say about Lewis Carroll wow. and I go to a, I go to a, I go to a bar and I meet this girl with a Gorgon tattoo on her shoulder. And she's a friend of mine, actually, now. Um, I'm not familiar with that tattoo. Can you tell me more about that? Well, well, she, no, she, she just did a design. She, she's an art. She's just a, an artist friend of mine. She lives in Red Deer. 
And she, I just met her. I met her and, her and a couple of her friends at a, at a bar. And she had this Gorgon tattoo she, she self-made. And I, I looked at her. I met her. And like you said, I thought she was cute. Uh, I'm not going to lie. And I go, yeah, you want to be in my story? And, and, and she's like, yeah, sure. I'll be in your story. So I had this idea of, so this idea of the Gorgon Knight, Medusa, free snakes. Right? Oh. Right? Right? Free snakes. And that would be her. And then that's when the whole Greek mythology go like, what's going on here? And that's another that like that's another it's an epic poem, Gilgamesh style epic poem story. Um that I'm that is pretty much done. The, to, to be perfectly honest with you, it should have been out a long time ago. That that was me just sitting on my wheels, but it's ready to go. Um I had a, a very talented individual by the name of Mackenzie Carr do some material illustrations of it as well. It, it it's, it's such a cool, it's a short little piece because, because um, that one led to me accidentally designing a board game. So I'm kind of just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I embrace, if there's one thing everybody can learn from me, there's two things I think everybody can learn from me. The first thing is embrace your accents. Always embrace your accents. Chocolate chip cookies is the greatest accent in the universe. Somebody <laughs> accidentally put chocolate chips in cookie dough and it spread like wildfire because it's a brilliant idea. But it would happen by accident. And the thing is, as silly as that sounds, we are not every mistake we make is a mistake. Right. Not, right, right, right. It, not every mistake we make is a mistake. It just it doesn't work out the way you plan it, but sometimes it actually is better. And you have to be smart enough to recognize in your life when those opportunities are, you can't be afraid to make mistakes. Number one. The second thing you can learn from me, be fearless in the face of discomfort. You want to, you ask why I went to Vancouver. The answer is really simple. I wanted to change and grow, keep going, changing and keep growing. And at some point in your life, you have to realize that the sphere the container that you, you defined yourself as you've outgrown it. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. So when this is over, like literally the moment this is done, I am going out the door to something I've kind of always kind of wanted to check out and I'm going to give it a shot. Now, whether I succeed or I fail doesn't really matter. The important thing is that I'm going for it. The important thing is that I'm trying. I came out here to go chase every dream that's possibly here for me to chase. And I will see what I can acquire in the time I'm here. When it's over, one way or the other, I will at least know I will have the knowledge of I did these cool things. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I can, and whatever happens afterwards, that's what I've done. I put myself into a position where I'm in the unknown because I'm forced to grow and I'm forced to become different, better, and hopefully a better person. Yeah. And, and that's it. the two biggest lessons. I, if anyone wants to do it is take those chances not just in your, not just in life, but in your art. Go and be different. I, I think the one thing you read my book was it like anything you've ever read before. Nothing, and that's how I started this interview. I'm telling you, Joshua, it was not I to pick a genre that it fits in. There isn't one to pick the demographic. It really needed a conversation around who, who, and what. Because I mean, you use the term unicorn, and it works. It totally yeah. works because it is a one of a kind. And I, I have seen books um, that have come out of video games. You know, we've talked about this actually on social media. Um, there's, I mean, Assassin's Creed was um, video Creed. game book turned movie turned whatever. And then there was uh, the Witcher. 
you said something about the witcher and it's like, I binge watched this thing, but at the same time, it's like your, okay. So if your book is one of kind and bringing then a board game related to it and a sequel related to it and just branching out in all these dimensions. I mean, it's, it's something that I have not seen done before. Now, having said that, I'm not a gamer. I don't know the gaming space, right? Um, at the same, and when you brought reality and futuristic and gaming and um, you know, all the elements that you did uh, in Johnny out and then brought in Twitter, you brought in social media. It's like, okay, no, I've not seen this before. I've not seen anybody lay out chapters of a book um, as levels of a game. No. Yeah. Uh, and it, it worked like it really, really worked. Like I, I was surprised the book was over when the book was over and I'm going, there has to be a sequel, but it it didn't leave us hanging in the sense like it did. It had a valid ending. Um, you know, I'd like to see, I'm, I'm, I'm longing to learn more about, uh, characters, even characters that aren't human in, in your story. So <laughs> so so I, I, I take it I, I take it I take it you were a big fan of the unicorn. I, well, <laughs> <laughs> the unicorn had its place. I wasn't really sure when it first, you know, um, started creating. So so that that <laughs> is actually so that do you want to hear that story? Because that story is pretty funny. Sure. So we'll wrap up. So while I was writing the story. I get this. I get this email from my sister. She goes, "Hey, listen, can you put a unicorn in the story?" And based on the construct of the story, it works. I can do anything I want. It works. Yeah, yeah, I can do anything I want. It's like, sure, I'll do it. She read my mind though. You can't kill it. No, no, you can't kill it. No, 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 no. So she got this really like. So this is in person now, right? She goes. She gets this really pouty look on her face. You can't kill it, Josh. You just can't. She's my sister. It's like, well, fuck. Fine. <laughs> right? I just swore again. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. But 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 but, but it, it's like so. I uh, I uh, I mentioned this to another author friend, and she started giving signatures of unicorns to fart rainbows. Like, so that's when it hit me what this unicorn was going to be. And it was like, it's a spam bot that literally does advertisements. Really, really back bad from a bygone era. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, but, it, but again, it's one of those situations. Would you see it? Ha- could you see someone do this? I could. Why it's not? Totally, totally would end up in a relic in the cloud for yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Right. <laughs> so, and, and, and so this is, this is what came out. So I knew I was really on to something though. So the moment, so when Trump was inaugurated, I was oh looking my. for, you know, he's politics. Like, you asked if you could talk about, no, 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 we're not going to talk politics. politics. We're not talking politics. It's just okay. the day of, this is the day of. Okay? okay. I decided that on that day, the chair, everybody up, go, okay, listen, I need to come up with a name for the unicorn. You know, you're on to something when you have Robert, sorry, I put chiming in. You have like Neil chiming in. You have like, I had this thread grew out of control. In fact, guests from the podcast, future upcoming guests were giving me unicorn names. Like it, it actually was something like, it's like, okay, this is, this is actually something that, um, that caught on. And I even have a t-shirt for it. 
There is a t-shirt. There's a t-shirt for it. You can go to um, uh, jpentelresco.redbubble.com. Uh, and there's literally a t-shirt with, with sparkle sparkle on it. And it's actually the unicorn. It's it was talking out with it with talking in wingdings. It's pretty hilarious. You have to send me the link. I will. I will yeah. send it to you. I will send it to you. But that fantastic. That's but that, but no, like like they, like it's one of those again, embrace your accents. I had no plans for a unicorn for rainbows in the novel, but uh, <laughs> again, a request, but to this weird journey. Embrace your journey. Like embrace the accents that are in your life and let yourself and let yourself just have fun. Yeah. You only, you only go 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 once and you only go once on this life, I hope anyway. And um <laughs> And uh, since you're only out here once, um, you have three lives, or how many lives do we get in games these days? <laughs> y- y- yes, but 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 since you only go through this life once, make every moment count because you don't know how many opportunities you're going to get. So I kind of like look at that's how I look at everything I do. Um, it, it, like I said, I, and going back to this, like I could stay in Calgary. I, 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 my role there was defined perfectly. I could have, I could have stayed where I was and I, I'd be okay. Like I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't be, um, I'd be okay. Like not, nothing spectacular, but I'd be okay. But you don't grow. Right. And right. So then I kind of want to grow. So that, that's where I'm at. Good for you. Looking forward to following along on the, the journey that you're taking. And again, thank you so much, you know, for uh, spending time with me today. Okay, so so is there anything else like you want me to add, like like my my Twitter, Instagram, anything like that before I wrap up? Or you can totally add those if you'd like. So my Twitter and Instagram is at jpentaloresco, j p a n t a l l e r e s c o. If I talk too much, feel free to tell me that I talk too much on on, on there. It's all good. Um, my my uh, podcast is just joshing. It airs twice a week on iTunes. You can get it on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or on Podomatic. Just you know, leave a review, share it, uh, and the cloud diver and, and the cloud diver will be coming out very shortly. Uh, it's written by me, designed by Lance Bond. Just illustrations are done by Lance Bond as well. He's yeah. he's awesome, fantastic. And there you go. So those also will be included in the social media when we share your interview. Um, yeah. It's live now, but um, you know it will be reshared right on our platforms. So it will also um, be part of the interviews on the website. It'll go up on SoundCloud. It, this video will go up on YouTube. So those links will definitely be shared in the in the descriptions there. That's awesome. So thank you for thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's a pleasure, and thank you for kicking off uh, 2020 this way. Okay. Yeah, let me know when it's fully up and running. I'll, I'll, I'll promote it and I'll put it on the podcast too. Sounds great, Josh. All right. Take, Take care. Bye for now. Take care. Bye.